Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blue Jays Today, where today, guys... We've got a signing. We've got a signing. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Blue Jays, Toronto Blue Jays, they have signed Mr. Kevin Kiermeyer back on a one-year deal to the Toronto Blue Jays. In this video, we're going to break down our reactions. We're going to look at what does this mean for the Blue Jays for the 2024 season? And are we still going to be on Kevin Kierme- or on a Cody Bellinger after signing Kevin Kiermeyer? We're going to break it all down. Before we do, guys, make sure to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, and let's get into it. Obviously, guys, this is not our usual setup. It's the holidays. It's Christmas. So Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everybody watching uh, at their homes if they are home. And if you're not, hopefully you have some friends and family around you that can keep you company this holiday season. Nick is going to be joining us at some point. Uh, He's also with his friends and family today. But we had to go live. We had to go live so that we could talk about the first move. The first move. Let's see if I got my sound effects here. The first move of the season, of the offseason for the Toronto Blue Jays, it is re-signing a familiar face, Kevin Kiermeyer. Uh, let's flash over really quick uh, to the breaking news. It was by Mark Feinsand, and he, uh, he was the one who initially broke the news, uh, and This is awesome, guys. Let's just share this, and I'll give you guys my initial thoughts. Mark, on Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it, he came out here and he said, Kevin Kiermaier is closing in on a one-year, on a deal to return to the Blue Jays per source. Believed to be one-year, $10 million. That was the initial breaking news. So big shout-out to Mark. And big shout-out to Tyler, who who, uh, sent this to us. Uh, (laughs) Didn't reply to him right here because I just jumped on. And I was like, I got to go live for this stuff right here. But yeah, big shout out to Mark with the breaking news. So what's my initial thoughts? What's my initial thoughts? First of all, great. This is a great start to the offseason. We know Kevin Kiermaier isn't the big bat that we wanted, 
right? But this isn't the only move, right? Kevin Kiermeyer is going to be a complimentary piece to what will eventually, hopefully, be the big move of this offseason. Kevin Kiermeyer, we know, can give you stellar gold glove defense. He literally did it last year winning a gold glove. And we know, too, with the bat, he can be a presence. He can actually show up and be somewhat of a presence. Let me share the screen right here. We're doing a new, it's a whole new setup here, guys. So apologies for any sort of delays. Kevin Kiermeyer, last year, he batted 265 with the Toronto Blue Jays. OPS of 741, OPS plus 104. That's a slightly above average back and steal some bags. He can go get it with the glove, as we know. Okay. So, yes, for me, this is a good start. 33 years old. Yes. Is he going to put up the kind of year he had last year? I wouldn't expect him to. You look at his career, right? I mean, 2022, the year before he just had in 2023 with the Blue Jays, 88 OPS plus. So, below average player, but he also was coming off. He had some, uh, he had to do a, a surgery into the offseason. So, he was hurt that season. Before that, above average. You know, he's kind of just an average hitter in his career, 98 OPS plus. So I'm going to not anticipate anything crazy with the bat. He can be our best nine hitter in the league, or hopefully, we'll talk about this a little bit later in the video, hopefully he can kind of be that fourth outfielder if we do make a bigger signing, maybe a Hernandez, maybe a Soler, maybe a Cody Bellinger. He can kind of slot in as that fourth outfielder with some incredible glove coming off the bench, maybe the late innings he comes in, right? You need some good players on your baseball team. Kevin Kiermaier is a good player. Don't get worked up at thinking that this is the only player that we're going to get in the outfield. I don't believe that's going to be the case. He's going to be a supporting player, supporting cast member for these Toronto Blue Jays, right? And that's that's why I love this move. That's why I love Kevin Kiermaier. And plus, as a fan, too, I mean, hell, the guy was awesome, right? Who didn't love watching Kevin Kiermaier go get it in the outfield, right? You absolutely love to see it. And again, it's one year. It's a one-year deal. We got Ben Nicholson-Smith over here. Let me flash it over. Ben Nicholson-Smith confirming the details on this signing right here. Blue Jays on agreement with Kevin Kiermaier on a one-year $10.5 million deal pending physical per source. Yep, Fiesta was first on it. But that's right. Low, low, low risk, man. Great signing. We were talking for a while uh, before I went on the holidays here, we were talking for a while that we needed to make some sort of move, right? We need to make some sort of move to just fill out the roster, you know, get the complimentary piece before we go out and we sign Cody Bellinger because he was going to be a lot later, right? So we need to go out and make some sort of move. And this is that move. And he slots in perfectly with the Blue Jays. You're getting a familiar face uh, to the Blue Jays system. Uh, we're actually going to bring in Nick right here. We're bringing him in. I know he's going to have his two cents right here. Uh, let's welcome in everybody. We've got Nick phoning in from Victoria's place. Hello, Nick. What's How's up? How's it going, everybody? Uh, let us know how the audio sounds because we've tried this before and it hasn't been perfect. So, uh, so let us know if um if I am sounding okay and everybody can hear me properly. Um, looks pretty good. Uh, interesting, interesting deal for sure. Uh, I mean, not necessarily the big fish that I think everybody has been talking about and rumoring the Toronto Blue Jays to be in on because we have been on every single big fish that you can think of you know we've been in on fucking orca whales at this point but Kevin Kiermeyer, even though I love the guy is not that you know he is a very quality player and he's somebody that I think anybody would want to have on their team 
and I have been listening to what it is that you're saying here. And I kind of love that you're pumping the brakes a bit on on the panic mode because I've seen some people on Twitter already, you know, responding to the the initial report, responding to us and saying, "Oh my God, like you know, Blue Jays, are, they're supposed to be in on all these things. We're supposed to be getting better. What is this? We go from Otani to this." Uh, I don't think that this is the only thing that is going to transpire here, folks. I don't think that you you get Kevin Kiermeyer and then you're automatically out on everybody else, right? You could still go out and acquire a, a potentially a Cody Bellinger or a Reese Hoskins or something like that. In fact, and I would love it if you could uh, to flash over here, Bob Nightingale came out about five minutes ago mm-hmm. and he said that the Toronto Blue Jays, they are still in on Cody Bellinger. Even though the Cubs, they're going to have a bigger need the Toronto Blue Jays, they are still going to be in on Cody Bellinger. And I think for me, that is something that I'm very happy to see. Because again, I also, I hear what people are saying. I had that initial thought, initial feeling of, oh God, this is it. This is our outfield. No, we're still Mm -hmm. in on the big fish. Look, I mean, we were even talking before the holidays. We needed to go out and get something to fill out the roster, right? And yeah, it's not nothing new. But I look back at the Blue Jays in 2023 Kevin Kiermaier wasn't the problem for the Toronto Blue Jays, right? Like, yeah, sure. His runners in scoring position average, I think, was 222 I checked right before here. You know, OPS below 700. But no one's expecting that from Kevin Kiermaier. You're expecting a guy, and I hopefully this is the transition, you're expecting a guy to now be your fourth outfielder, be your best number nine hitter. Like, hell, he was the best number nine hitter in baseball, you could argue, right? Like, that. You the role that you're asking for him for a one-year 10.5 mil – is exactly what he's going to deliver. And I think we're going to see something very similar. So, uh, yeah, it's not the end deal. I mean, hell, we the big move last year in the outfield was getting Varsho. We got Varsho after we got Kevin Kiermeyer. So Kevin Kiermeyer is going to complement what we're going to do a little bit later. And we know that Bellinger, speaking of Bellinger, he's going to be a little bit later. So this is just going to complement and just fill out the roster for the future. I think that that's a great comparison that you just made there, saying, uh, yeah, we got Kevin Kiermeyer before. We went out and we got Dalton Varshaw. I actually completely forgot about that, but that's a that's a perfect comparison saying, hey, listen, we're filling out the team. And and that's something that we've both been calling for, saying be in on Cody Bellinger, be in on Solaire, be in on Reese Hoskins, be in on these guys, but also don't forget that you still need to have a ball team that you can field next year. And it can't all be a bunch of, uh, you know, rookies or prospects, even though some of them are exciting. It can't all be that, you know. You have to plan for the eventuality of you don't get Cody Ballinger. And then if you do get him, you're you're that much better off. Or you do get Solaire, you're that much better off. I think that Kevin Kiermaier is a perfect um, kind of plan, plan B or, or fallback option here. Because if you do end up missing out on some of those other guys, well, it's not completely the end of the world. Because at least you were able to go out, hedge your bets a little bit and acquire a guy like Kevin Kiermaier, who you know exactly what you're going to get. And he was phenomenal for the Toronto Blue Jays last Mm. year, being that guy, you know, being able to lead that outfield defensively speaking, and then also come up relatively clutch uh, in that nine spot, which is something that a lot of people, a lot of teams do not have the luxury of having. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I mean, at least you're fielding three outfielders now. That was the problem. We literally had two. You had George Springer, you had Varsho. Now you have an outfield. Congratulations, right? And yes, he's not going to be the bat like we said, but uh, I want to flash over to Keegan Matheson tweet right here um, that kind of just hopefully 
calms everybody down because I think everybody's worried about the bat, right? I mean, you mentioned it. Everyone on Twitter is worried about the bat. Mm -hmm. uh, by reuniting with Kevin Kiermaier, this is what Keegan's saying here. Um, per our uh, fine said, the Blue Jays are running it back with the 23 outfield. You have to keep Dalton Varshow, blah, 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 blah. But here he says, it now feels like the offensive upgrades or rebranding because that's what we're basically trying to do. We're not, we don't want to run it back for the same team because you're mm -hmm. doing the same thing over and over again. You're going to go insane. Uh, it will need to come from third base, DH, and the fourth, quote-unquote, outfield spot. Uh, there's lots of options, like we said. There's J.D. Martinez. There's a, a Justin Turner. There's uh, – you can make a trade for a third base. You know, you even got your outfielders like Cody Bellington, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, I, I do feel, and just like Bob Nightingale saying, there will be an offensive upgrade. It just – will. Titan Kevin Kiermaier isn't going to change anything. It's not going to be like, oh, now we have to make the, the, upgrade, the upgrade over in this area here. Because no, because again, Kevin Kiermaier is going to slot in the background uh, of the team. I think it's a great trade. And also a quick shout out to Deep Dive Jays with the $279 donation. Shout out to you, my man, uh, saying Cody for first base, Vlad DH, very well could be an option. Um, do you, what now? What, what do you think, Nick? Now that we're, we, we know, okay, we got Kevin Kiermaier. We know it's not going to impede any of our decisions moving forward. It complements the team. Um what do you think the next move is for the Toronto Blue Jays now? Like, is, is it going to be a snowball effect? Are we still going to be waiting? Or what, what's around the horizon for the Toronto Blue Jays? I, uh, I would hope that it's more of this. I think that this mm. is a good first step, and it's something that we have been calling for for quite a while, right? And I think that sometimes when people say, hey, we want them to go out, we want them to make some moves, uh, uh, you know, we're not always necessarily just talking about those big guys. I love these signings because it is, just shoring up your baseball team and making it so that, you know, worst comes to worst, you'll still be able to have a guy of major league players on your squad for 2023. So I would, or 2024, excuse me, I would imagine that Blue Jays now, if Cody Bellinger is still going to be taking his time, like has been reported, right, he could potentially be waiting till the end of January. So that's still one month away. If that's still going to be happening, well, you still got to keep bringing in guys planning you know hoping that it doesn't happen but but planning and being okay if he does go back to the Cubs or if he does go somewhere else so I would anticipate to see some more of these you know one year two year 10 million 12 million 14 million dollars deals for some of these players who aren't necessarily going to oh no I think Oh, we got you. We got you. We're back. I was just getting a phone call right there. I oh, okay. Right uh, but just uh, pick up where I left off there. Uh, they're not going to come in and they're not going to automatically win you the World Series, some of these guys that you might potentially bring in. But they are going to make it. They're going to make it so that you are a team filled with depth and filled with talent and filled with experience. So I would anticipate to see these Toronto Blue Jays start to potentially be interested and rumored with some of these other smaller guys. Like recently, I was just looking today. Yariel Rodriguez, that Cuban pitcher, right? right? Rod he's not going to cost an arm and a leg, but it's somebody that you can bring in that you can feel semi-good about, right? Having on your team, again, not Cody Bellinger level, not Yamamoto level, but still somebody that you can get behind and say, okay, you know what? We can give him an opportunity. Maybe he can do something at the major league level for the Toronto Blue Jays. I think that those are going to be some of the players that you, that you start to see the Blue Jays being rumored to. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make uh, a big outfield move until Bellinger's done. And I don't think they're going to make a move at third base until, again, Bellinger's done. Because why? Because then 
if you miss on Bellinger, your first move is going to go to to Matt Chapman as a mm -hmm. fallback from the Toronto Blue Jays standpoint. From my standpoint, again, I want to make it very clear. I don't care about Matt Chapman. He can, we can move on from him. But from a Toronto mm -hmm. Blue Jays standpoint, that's where they're going to go. Um, so I don't think you're going to see a third base move or a big outfield move until Cody Bellinger is off the board. I like what you're saying. Go get a bullpen guy. We got that clutch minor leaguer the other day. 36-year-old. But I think you're going to see maybe you could potentially see some of those moves in the pitching staff that aren't dependent on Cody Bellinger. And only, the only maybe position player I could see, because I think I think a fourth outfielder, like I was looking at you, you were talking about Jock Pedersen. I was mm -hmm. talking about Jock Pedersen. That's not going to happen anymore because that was the fourth outfield move in Kevin Kiermeyer. I think the only other position player move that you could possibly make that would kind of not impact, I guess, the the Cody Bellinger in the Matt Chapman third baseman position needs would be a DH or maybe even a first base. So, I, I mean, as big, the biggest move I could see them making before a Cody Bellinger would be like maybe a J.D. Martinez or a Reese Hoskins kind of level. That 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 could be the next kind of outside move that wouldn't impact the whole Bellinger domino effect. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I 100% I hear you. And again, like one of those guys, I would not feel bad at all if you lock him down and he does just become the DH, right? Because then you have that luxury if you do end up getting Cody Bellinger. But if you miss out on Cody Bellinger, then okay, no problem. Now we have Martinez. Now we have yeah. Reese Hoskins, right? Now we have Justin Turner, whomstever it is, right? Like any of those players, I think they just make your team better. They make your team stronger. And something that people forget, I mean, sure, it's all about having starting lineup and you want to get these guys as much playing time as possible. But if you think for a second that we're going to make it through the entire major league season without a goddamn injury, then you are kidding yourself, yeah. right? It's like having these players... And having the depth there is really important. Kevin Kiermaier, I think, is a phenomenal signing because I don't think that we're done with the outfield. I do think that we're going to be go uh, going out and still acquiring something else there. But if one of those outfielders, Varsho or Springer or whomsoever it is that we bring in, if they go down, now you have Kevin Kiermaier ready to go. A proven commodity, you know, a, a gold glove winning talent right there who can come in and, and, and who, can, who can be the Band-Aid solution if you need him to be. So yeah. I, I do love what the Jays did here. I think that you're going to see more of that. One, two-year deals for some of these. I don't want to say filler guys because that sounds rude. And they're not filler guys. They're more than that. But at the same time, players that are going to uh, you know, make your team better whilst also not necessarily being all-star yeah. caliber guys. Hey, listen. Kevin Kiermaier had a 3.9 war last year. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Matt Chapman had a 4.4 war. Not right? half bad, dude. Not For 10, yeah. 10 and a half, that's the deal? Yeah, 10 and a half million for 3.9 war, and he played in how many games here? Because I know he was injured a little bit. He played in 129 games. So if he played, a, he's not going to play a full, you know, 162, but just put in perspective, if he did, that's better than Kevin, uh, that's better than Matt Chapman. That's a great yeah. player to add to your team, right? Yeah. Uh, real quick shout out here. Got a couple super chats. Uh, Fatty McBeans with 699 dono saying Vladdy to third, Vado to first. That's that's dream. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen, I don't, but I appreciate you, man. Uh, got Carol B saying, hi, voice. Uh, hi, boys, I think you're saying. Uh, I hope you guys had a great Christmas. This is a great signing. I'm happy to have him back. Why is everybody so negative? Don't know, Carol. Listen, 3.9 war. Literally on pace for a better war than Matt Chavin. So I, I think that's a great signing there, uh, Carol. Um, I wanted to look over real quick uh, to uh, the payroll of the Toronto Blue Jays because now – 10.5 million. Some people might be up in arts. I've been I've been under the impression the last two years, money ain't an object for me. Because mm-hmm. it literally isn't my money. And uh, if the Toronto Blue Jays are saying what they're saying and they have all the money, then who cares? So you got Kevin Kiermeyer here. He's on our books already. Shout out to Sport Rack. Uh 10.5 million. So the projected uh, estimate amount for the Blue Jays to spend this offseason between 40 and 50 million. To, for, so if everyone out there who's worried about any sort of money, you're still on pace. 30 to 40 million you have left. You can easily go out and spend, uh, and again, one-year deal. This should not be a problem. Um, I did also want to flash over here to another screen, and apologies, everybody, using StreamYards here, so we're just getting used to this new setup. Got to switch over. We already got here a roster update, and you can see the projected lineup already for the Toronto Blue Jays. might be small for you to see there, Nick, on your phone, but you've got George Springer leadoff, Bo Bichette second, Vladdy, you got him third, Danny Jansen still DHing in that four spot. Kevin Biggio, fifth. David Schneider, sixth. Dalton Varsho, seventh. Kirk, eight. And you got Kevin Kiermaier, nine. So based on what we had before, just comparing to before Kevin Kiermaier, you basically replace Nathan Lukes in the lineup. Thoughts on that, that's, Nick? Well, I think that's, that's a that's a big swing, right? And that's something yeah. that people uh, kind of forget, I think, right? It's like from, you go from Nathan Lucas uh, or uh, from Nathan Lucas to Kevin Kiermaier, I do think that that is a sizable upgrade. Sure, mm-hmm. it's not the Cody Bellinger upgrade that we've all hoped for and been dreaming about over Christmas, you know. Uh, but, you know, Santa could come late to the party, right? We might still get that present. For right yeah. now, though, it is it is nice to see that, yeah, we don't have, you know, no disrespect to Nathan Lucas, but uh, but that guy's starting at outfield for us on opening day, right? Yeah. Uh, this lineup, there is a lot of work that needs to be done. And this is one of those baby steps that's going to get it there to being in a place that is at least competitive enough to keep up with the 2024 New York Yankees and the Baltimore Orioles, right? Getting some of those guys out, moving them lower on the totem pole, having a major league player like Kevin Kiermaier come in and be your nine guy. I like that swing a lot. I think that that is a, that's a lot of positive growth right there for the Toronto Blue Jays. 
Yeah, I can't agree more. And, and hell, if I'm, I'm just looking right here. You know, you you sign Kevin or you sign another outfielder. I, I'm assuming they're going to sign one more outfielder. I, I actually I'm predicting that they're not going to start the season with this outfield uh, because I'm looking at the depth right here on the bench. You have Spencer Horowitz, Santiago Espinal, Ernie Clement, Nata Lopez. Well, that might have been okay for you last year. It didn't win us a single playoff game. So I'm I'm projecting we're going to get one more outfield bat, whether that be maybe you get help. I think, Lois, you could go get him, maybe a Jock Pedersen if you miss out on Bellinger. Uh, but you're going to get another kind of impactful bat to join your team. That moves Kevin Kiermeyer to the bench, and that kicks off. Let's kick off right here maybe, I don't know, uh, uh, Ernie Clement, right, kicks off that team. So you, you see how now when you're adding these pieces, it, it's a big upgrade. So you started from, you know, uh, uh, Ernie Clement on the bench to maybe a Kevin Kiermaier on the bench. So now you're not only just looking at the lineup, you're looking at the depth of the entire system. Mm-hmm. So I think it's absolutely, uh, absolutely amazing. Also, sure. I don't know if you've discussed this or not yet, but um, like Kevin Kiermaier, that's a fucking locker room presence right there, man. Oh, sure. That's a no. cool guy. That's a cool guy that, that Toronto, that's a fan favorite. Toronto, Toronto likes Kevin Kiermaier. I like Kevin Kiermaier. I do think that Kevin Kiermaier, uh, barring the whole incident where he stole the the play uh, yeah. play card or whatever, yeah. two years ago. But other than that, this is a stand up dude. Okay, this is a nice guy in the locker room. Likes Kevin Kiermaier. I don't know if you could say that necessarily. No disrespect to him, but but to a guy like a Whit Merrifield, right? Who has right. felt like he was on the outside of the team looking in. Still a great yeah. player, still a great guy, but maybe not necessarily the guy that was right for the locker room. Kevin Kiermaier. You see the camaraderie that he shares with the other players on that team. You see it every single time that they win a game and the outfield comes together and has a big hug and song and dance and they're jumping around in the outfield, right? That is not, that's not fake. That's a real thing that we see him and Springer and Varsho do on the daily when they're out together. I think that this signing, even if for most of the time he's sitting on the bench, you are still going to see the positives throughout because he is such a loved player among that team. Yeah, yeah. Yo, um, you want to? <laughs> we were talking so much about investments, right? Uh, how many people now that were kind of on the edge about Kevin Kiermaier? I loved him a lot. And they're like, yeah, I'm not going to buy his jersey just yet. You know, they go and they sign him here. If I'm if I'm like just a casual baseball fan and I love Kevin Kiermaier and he's coming back, maybe I might consider it. Look, a 10.5 million dollars is great investment on the field. That's a great investment on the field. Could be possible now. Now you start to create a fan favorite guy to come back, right? Think about all, all the stretch you had at the end there, even with the, like, the camaraderie he had with the outfield. Remember when he asked that at the end of the uh, year last year, and he's like, "Well, we're gonna be in October or whatever." He said it. I, I can't even remember it at this point. Remember that he, he took the mic and he's like, "We're gonna be in playoffs, wild card, or whatever it is." I, I think like, that's that the terrific, attitude. Man. I think that the energy that he brings, like that, is that doesn't go unnoticed. That doesn't go unchecked, right? That is a if you had a player card, a player attribute, that yes. would be one of those attributes. You know, attitude, positivity, morale boost, all of that shit. Kevin Kiermaier brings it to your team. I I mean, I mean, finishing thoughts for me, and then I'll hop off and I'll let you kind of do the rest here. But I like the signing a lot. I like Kevin Kiermaier. We're not done. I'm very happy that Bob Nightingale came out and said immediately afterwards, we are still in on Cody Bellinger. So we're not done. The big fish is still there. But this is what I've been calling for for a long time. Go out, start getting your baseball team ready for 2024. You can still go out and get the big guy. But if not, 
at least we know what we're going to get in Kevin Kiermaier. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. All right, Nick. Thank you for coming on. I'll wrap this up here. I'll answer some questions in the chat. Uh, and until then, we'll be back, guys, uh, later this week for some Blue Jays Today show and some more content. So stay tuned, guys. Nick will be a part of that. Thanks a lot, everybody. Happy holidays to you and your family. Merry Christmas and, uh, and Happy New Year, guys. Take care. Merry Christmas, Nick. All right. So, y'all, that was Nick's breakdown. Me and him kind of going back and forth right there. Yeah, I'm reading all your comments in the chat. Uh, big shout out to Raul Boris using the chase's leverage for Martinez DH. Maybe, man. Listen, I know we've been used a lot as leverage, but everybody gets used as leverage, man. I mean, hell, did Kevin Kiermaier use the Yankees as leverage? I know we kind of heard a little bit of rumbling over there. You could say the same thing, right? And you, you, also, just a fun note here, just from a Canadian Toronto Blue Jays just standpoint, it's really funny uh, when a player does come to Toronto, they often really want to stay. You know, some people want to go. Yeah, for sure. You could point out a bunch of guys in the past that wanted to go. But, hey, I mean, Kevin Kiermaier had his pick of the litter. Anybody want a quality? The Yankees wanted them. But, again, they got Verdugo. They got Soto. So maybe they kind of left that market a little bit, right? So I guess you could kind of argue me right there. Uh, but anybody else who wanted a quality center fielder could have gotten him. But we got him. But we got him, guys. I want to wrap up, speaking of that Bellinger stuff right there, because I want to kind of end every single video and podcast talking about what is the future look like? Because we're Blue Jays today. What does Blue Jays look like tomorrow? Uh, like Bob Nightingale said, you know, we have a need to bring back Cody Bellinger. But he also says here the Cubs certainly have a greater need and desire to bring back Bellinger to Chicago. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't necessarily know if. That's a true statement. For me personally, I, I've looked at the Cubs system. Maybe you're a Cubs fan out there. I'm going to share my screen here. Maybe you're a Cubs fan out there. And you can argue me on this. I don't necessarily know if they have a greater need. Are you saying that the Blue Jays don't need a power left-handed bat? Or the Cubs need a power left-handed bat more than the Toronto Blue Jays? Because I broke down the, the Cubs system and what they're looking at. And, and literally what their general manager, Carter Hawkins, was talking about that they would rather prioritize getting their young guys an opportunity to play, right? Pete Crow Armstrong is one of those guys. I don't necessarily know if that's the correct terminology because I could make an argument that the Blue Jays actually need the, the Cody Ballinger more than Chicago Cubs. Maybe I'm biased because we've been dying for a left-handed power guy for a long time. We don't have any in our system coming up. Whereas, you know, you look over at the Cubs. I don't know if Pete, Pete is a... Uh, a, a, a power lefty, but he's a guy that they've wanted to prioritize getting playing time, right? So I don't necessarily agree. I think this is a bit of an, a bias on his end, thinking that the Cubs might go and, and swing Kevin Kierma, or uh, excuse me, Cody Ballinger over the Blue Jays. So uh, listen, I think we're still very much on it. Again, I don't think this is gonna be another. I think it's gonna be another month before we hear something that Ballinger makes the decision. But uh, I don't think we're going to make that big signing for another month. I hope we make some sort of smaller kind of deal before then. That would be great. Again, looking on the outside, maybe some pitching, DH first base. That's where you can kind of see some upgrades for the Blue Jays. Um, and yes, Benji with the facts. Adam, so close to 22K subs. We were up there a little bit. We kind of wavered around there. So guys, if you can hit that like and, and hit that uh, subscribe button, guys. That would be dope if you're watching on YouTube. I'm going to wrap it up right here, everybody. Uh, so thank you guys so much for watching. Let's hope we get some more holiday news, some gifts 
from Ross Atkins for the Toronto Blue Jays. This is a great first signing. I love Kevin Kiermaier. I love that he's back with the Blue Jays. But you guys, let me know all your thoughts in the comments down below. Thank you so much for watching. And as always, guys, go Jays, go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.